0: Hi, it's so good to be back here today. My name is Justina, and this is still the Storytime with Jay podcast. In today's episode, I had a conversation with Rosalind A.N.E.K. I call her the Marathon Babe and we had such a healthy conversation about fame, fitness and, you know, just getting into that fitness space. I enjoy the conversation so much and I know you're all going to enjoy the conversation. So tap in with me right now and you're welcome to episode four of the Storytime with Jay podcast.
1: We go tell them different stories. Check, 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 ladies and gentlemen, you already know what time it is. It's the Storytime with Jay podcast. If you're looking for stories, um, uh, he gets on plenty. If you're looking for fun, um, uh, he full ground. (laughs) If you're looking for words of wisdom, you're at the right destination. Welcome to the Storytime with Jay podcast. It's time to tap in with the energy queen
2: hi everyone <laughs> i'm sure you're wondering who is speaking not to worry you'll get to know well welcome to story time with jay's podcast and we are going to have a wonderful wonderful time today i'm sure you're doing well and i can't wait to have that chat with you all <laughs> <Does that laughs> good?
1: yeah thank you so much for doing that um i'm sure you are wondering like she said who who that voice belongs to? Well, it belongs to no other person than Rosalind. And I'm still Justina, of course. Don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. And she's my wonderful guest for today's episode. And today, I'm going to be talking about something very, very interesting. But before we go into that, I'm going to give a little backstory into how I know this amazing <laughs> human being. Okay. So it was a couple of years ago, and the place was Unilag, for those of you that know Unilag, or University of mm-hmm. Lagos in Nigeria, West Africa. And, you know, she was in another department. I was in education. She was in pure sciences. And we had mutual friends. So when I wanted to do this episode, it was only right that, you know, I reached out to her because of how amazing... She has become with her brand. So, thank you so much, Rosling, for joining us on today's episode. Yes, her name is Rosling. <laughs> those of you wondering,
2: thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here and chatting with you and your audience. Thank you so much. And today, in case you are wondering, what all the the
1: noise you're hearing, we are live on the field. So. Permit the noise that you're going to hear. It's not every time we do studio work, you know, sometimes you have to go into the field and meet some amazing people that you want to bring on the episode. So quickly diving into the questions, uh, Rosalind is into fitness, right? She's into fitness. Yes, and Like I, I said, she has grown this very great brand for herself. So yeah, and you're in Unilag and I, it's safe to say that the fitness side of you, when I started to read about you on Facebook, it was a bit of a shock for me so how did that journey how did it start give us a little bit of background into it into your life before fitness and how you kind of went into fitness so it's a and b so a tell us a bit about your life
2: then how did you get to fitness Mm -hmm. all right thank you so much jay for this opportunity to speak with you and like you already said it i wasn't this person that you know now While in school, it was more about studies and just doing the ushering jobs and all. And when I got out of school, I would talk about that. But who is Rosalind? Rosalind, my name is Rosalind Ayunike. I'm a corporate wellness coach. And what I do is I help employers create active workspaces using wellness as a tool of employee engagement. And that's something I've done in the last five years. Oh, what do I love to do? Because I mean, I run marathons recreationally. I play flag football. I play volleyball recreationally. And I love to travel. Mm-hmm. If there's anything I want to do is just pack my bag and I'm off for an adventure. So, you know, I'm all in one fitness, mm-hmm. adventure, fun. you find me there. Now, how did I start? I used to do conventional jobs and that was more in the administrative units where I did support the office of a GCEO. I was a relationship manager of an NGO. Then I delved into vast that's Value Added Services, where I was just more of a content person. And in 2017, I felt it was time for me to shift and transition into the wellness space. And this came from the love of helping people, the love for seeing more women, more men get fit, get better, get healthier. And I would not say I came in because I wanted to lose weight because my biggest weight, even right from time with six to six kg I've never gone beyond six to six so it wasn't about weight but the most important thing for me while I was joining or why I decided to transition into the wellness phase, was to help more people get more people fit get professionals basically because I realized that majority of the time we spend more of our time at work and we don't have time for our health we don't have time for wellness we don't have time for fitness and that's where it all started from
1: hmm. amazing and You know, the funny thing is, you you when I see your pictures and you're like, oh, she ran this marathon and she ran this marathon, you make it look like a breeze. So my next question is, when you move from, okay, yes, fitness, how did marathons come into it? Because I know that not all fitness people, in quotes, would run a marathon, if I'm correct. Well, permit me. You're very, 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 very correct no you're very correct okay fantastic because i'm open to learning so if that statement wasn't correct i'm open to you know (laughs) being corrected so when i like i see that and i'm like it takes a whole level of discipline and dedication so how did marathons how did you delve into that space
2: okay so in 2014 i joined a group that came into nigeria and started this fun fitness and they used to have this monthly runs. But proud to them, because while in primary school, while in secondary school, I was part of the 100-meter, the quarter-milers, and the relay team. And I did play volleyball in secondary school, not in primary school. Primary school it was more about athletics. In secondary school, I was an athlete, and at the same time, I played volleyball. Now, in 2014, when they came around and started those five-kilometer monthly runs, I did join them. And, you know, every month, I looked forward to it. It was a time to network. It was a time to meet friends, old friends. Because you come gathering with 300 to 400 people, automatically you might find someone you haven't seen in years. And that was it. And in, say, August, over time, you know, when you belong to a group, you start to meet other people. And I met someone, Andy, who said, we could go further rather than just do five kilometers monthly. Why don't we look out for something bigger than, what we've done and that's how we said 10 15 and in november of 2014 i ran a 21 kilometer and that was a, that's a half marathon like we said when it comes to running the moment you conquer a distance you're looking out for the next distance because that's you've conquered and you know the next was now a 25k then in 2015 i registered for an official half marathon in ghana wow then Lagos Marathon was up in 2016, and I started to train for it. So I started training for a marathon. So I did the first. So you know how it is. It, like, it's crazy until you catch the running bog. You don't understand what it is. So I ran my first marathon in February. And in March, I was already in Ibadan doing my second. And that was how I started to register for international races. Now I've done marathons. So what I would always say, a marathon is something I can just wake up and do.
0: Wow. Wow.
2: (laughs) Yes. And and there's something I now do now with, I mean, a running club in Nigeria, um, Lagos, Road Warriors. They do something every year, October 1st, where we run the, I mean, Age of Nigeria. I joined them in 2019 when we were 59. I joined in 2020, we ran 60 kilometers, and last year we ran 61, this year we we're running 62. So I've come to a point where I am now going for ultra-marathons, like I have a race planned for August, which is a 90-kilometer race. So like I said, the moment you conquer something, the ne- you're looking out for the next. Is it painful? It's very painful, I have to be truthful, even if you've trained. So I'll give an example of what happened to me at the just-concluded Lagos Marathon. I know a marathon is something I can wake up and run. But on that day, after 10 kilometers, I started to feel a pain underneath my cows. And, you know, I pushed myself for the next 10K at a point I knew I couldn't because I was looking, I had to look at it, the pros and the cons, the wow. risks of the reward. If I did continue, would I have done it? Yes, possibly. But then the injury might last me a longer time for recovery. So what did I do? I switched from running to race walking. So every race, like we say in the running world, is different. You can be the best runner, but you see, it could happen. Take for example, Kip Cheongi, when they did um, the, was it the London Marathon? Or one of the marathons where the, it rained and all of a sudden it couldn't hear and it came nice. Was it, is it the best marathoner that the world knows? Yes, but on that day, it just went
1: for him and that's it wow
2: man i can i can smell if there's a thing
1: like i can smell the passion (laughs) like that's coming for me i'm not feeling it i can smell it like you're so passionate about this (laughs) you're so passionate about running (laughs) marathon so i was wondering how is the fitness industry like for women in Nigeria. Is this something that, oh yes, they, it's not the one that when you go to the gym and somebody's hitting on you? Is it okay to say that women have been accepted, you know, in the gym? There's no hitting on you. We're seen as equals.
2: Okay, so whether we like it or not, um, gender equality is one thing that we would keep talking about. I don't know to when, I can say till Jesus comes, but it's something we'll keep talking about. And Why is it so? Because in Nigeria, it's a patriarchal economy. It's a patriarchal nation. The man is always seen to be above the woman. And so at the gym, there are two ways to look at it. Because I don't always want to look at it just from the man hitting on women. I would also look at it from women also selling themselves cheap for the guys to hit on them. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. So it's two ways. Every time situations happen, I always say, you look at it objectively Mm -hmm. What really transpired? You see some people go to the gym and what are you there to do? You're meant to work out. Yes, it's also a point of socializing, but first and foremost, it's a place for working out. So while you're there, why don't you work out and socialize? Some people come in from the get-go and they just want to socialize. Automatically, sometimes you have to attract your kind and in attracting your kind, the two things to it is either you accept it or you kick against it. So I feel as a woman, if you run and you know, it's not just here in Nigeria, it's everywhere. So sometimes how you present yourself, was it recently, was it the Barcelona team captain? I mean, the coach that said something derogatory to one of the female staff and he had to wow. stand down. He had to step down. Because sometimes it's more of an ego thing and oh, you can't. So, i give an example, even in the running space. Mm. I'm running on the road. I run past a man. And the next thing he says, why woman go past me? Sorry hmm. to use um, wow. a pigeon. Like a fellow, per- a a fellow race yes. person. Wow. Yes. yes. And I've had this not once, not twice. And like, why would a woman go past me? This and you deep. know, they start to struggle. And I say, you know, there was one I literally became weaker to. And I ran, even if it was painful to me but I was comfortable. And you know, it was like, and "Say like, you don't know what my race is. You don't know why I'm out here. You don't know how long I've been running. That I am running faster than you. I am not trying to bring you down. It's just that that is my capacity and I can run in that light. So don't try to say, why would a woman? Because if you try to compete with me, when I'm running like a four minutes or 4.30 per kilometer, and your best is five minutes per kilometer, that thirty a that you feel is inconsequential can be a thin line between having a heart attack mm. or going all the way being wow. good that you can handle it so even at the gym okay so someone on instagram posted something so she lifts very heavy sometimes she would dead lift like 200 kg i know she saying she said something she said the guys at the gym would look at her and like, how would you? And the moment she does it, they try to, but they can't. Hmm. And, you know, when we say that practice makes progress, it's not perfect. I have been practicing lifting. And over time, I'm now able to lift a specific form of weight. You haven't practiced, but feel because you look bigger, you look buff, or you look lean, or you are a man. You see, I'm using the word "man" as a last, not. Yes. But I'm giving you, Johnson, because a man, you feel, oh, why should she? Please, we would, you know, like I say, it's mutual. It's mutual respect. I respect Absolutely. you as a man on specific grounds, and you should respect me as a woman on specific grounds. So when it comes to gender equality, like I said, it's something we'll keep, the, not, I don't want to use the word debating on, but yes, we have to keep debating on it. So I'll bring you to Ibukoa Washika's post on IG. There was a meeting for entrepreneurs, and you know, when she posted that picture, because they posted it online, the only people that were at that meeting as entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs making money, were all men. Wow. And to bring it home again, they were all white. You could oh, you could check her Instagram handle. I'll they look were it all up. white. I'll check it up. They were all white and all men. So does it mean that there are no female entrepreneurs? So it's not only in sports. It cuts across a lot of industries.
1: Wow. 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 <laughs> you know, it's it's so valid that you mentioned what someone said to you because i was going to ask that question but you kind of already answered it i wanted to ask how women are treated during marathon races like do they look at them like oh this one no go fit do anything like this one can't do anything they mean a woman and that thing really upsets me a lot especially when people say now woman, you be now like i feel like it's so like it's so degrading like what does that have to do with my ability to be the best version of myself because i'm a woman it doesn't limit me my gender doesn't and it shouldn't limit me from being like the best that I can be. So how do you deal with things like that? I know you said you picked up the race and, you know, even if it was painful and you just had to like outrun the person at that particular point, like, but emotionally, how do you, how do you deal with things like that?
2: Well, for me, I've had to learn that you need to filter words. Hmm. You need to filter words. So for me, when you start to say all that, I either call your bluff by not responding and if you're pushing so hard, I'll just tell you, shut up. If you think mm. you can do it, get down and let's you try. Can try them. I see the moment I, yes. Yeah, so the moment I tell you, you think you can come on board? Some of them, I beg, I beg, I beg, I know do. Or, oh, no, 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 don't worry. And I'm like, you don't understand. If you want to encourage, encourage somebody. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, you're doing well. Oh, you. I feel you can do better. And if you don't know anything about that sport or about the game, mm-hmm. just, oh, that's the good one. Oh, good attempt, but don't try to bring people down. It's, it's hard and you know, we all have our threshold. So what works for me or my coping mechanism will not work for person B or female B. Mm-hmm. So I feel one, if the person is close to you, you can make your reservation known. So I'll give you an example. I just finished playing a scrimmage um, because I play flag football too. <laughs>
1: What's another name for flag, flag football? Because a lot uh, of people even even just America- up there
2: for <laughs> now. So even so even though American football, American football is contact football using your hands, but flag football is where you have flags around your waist. So it's just the modified version of um, American football, or even though rugby. Rugby is just like it, but more American football. So I play flag football. So you know, um, because we've not been doing so well. Like personally, I'm a defense person. I'm a cornerback. I've tried all I can to be able to get balls in my hand, but my hand placement is bad. So I know I can play offense. And you know, sometimes you just get to hear people say, Ah, oh, she just have um, the pace to run, but she doesn't have hands. Sometimes I will have to read. like, please, even if you want to say something, it's not compulsory. I've accepted it. So for me, how it works for me is I tell myself things that I know I can't do. So even when you come at me saying it, I just look at you and smile. It's just like you knowing that you're not beautiful. When you already know you're not beautiful, someone telling you you're ugly, you're, you're laughing at person because person is more stupid at this point. I already know I'm not beautiful or I do not have some features, but you can't come tell me that. So when it comes to races, filter, filter words and just... Play along. What are you there for? Like every race has a vision and a mission. Some races are races that you're fighting for your time. There are races where you stand at the start line and you know you can make a podium finish. And there are races you know all I want to do on this race is have fun. Hmm. Just enjoy everything. So, whatever you decide to do, please enjoy.
1: That's so correct. I feel like clapping for you now. I'm giving you I'm giving you Milo clap because you're even motivating me with the like the things you're saying. So my next question is how do you manage all these fitness activities and your day job? How does it intertwine? Like because there are times you have to leave Lagos. I've seen your post sometimes. You don't run just in Lagos. I know you like to travel, and we'll
2: get to that in a bit. Okay, when I was transitioning, I transitioned. Totally from conventional jobs. Okay, it's still conventional, but now we're within the wellness space. So I work with a wellness organization at the moment as the business manager and the lead trainer. So I've also grown through because I was first the community and events manager, then I became the business manager, then I also, I mean, lead trainings as a corporate wellness coach there. So it, for me when I have to travel. First, it's taken leave of absence. I have to apply for leave. So it's just the same way you have your regular nine to five where you have to apply for leave and go for it. So sometimes for my races, I, I try as much as possible to push them towards the end of the year to travel. So you started to see me move around for October, from September all the way to December. So it's easier for me to go for races at that time. So that's how I've been able to manage. So when I even had my regular, regular job, the only thing I was doing was just my fitness, just to ensure that I had to run, do other things. And, you know, people even thought I was already in the wellness space. Oh, then okay. Because, you know, people could not fathom how <laughs> I could go out, run, and get to the office and still be productive. Even but me. did I have a demanding job? <laughs> I had a demanding job. Imagine you supporting the office of a group chief executive officer. Wow. I mean, managing his itinerary, managing your own itinerary ensuring board meetings and all. Yes, I had it, but then it it helps me because for me, it's more of an, it's an energizer. You go for a run in the morning, you're energized, you're totally alert. So it did help me to get on my job even while I wasn't doing this within the fitness wellness industry.
1: Okay. Okay still talking about marathons because i'm so fascinated with something i i cannot i don't <laughs> i don't think i can do even though it's a state of mind don't worry i try to change my mindset but like in this reality that i'm living now <laughs> i know that i can only live through maybe people like you because i'm not even try right now so like what's your most memorable marathon you ever ran and what stands out for you about that marathon that makes you be like when you think about it you're like ah man this it was good
2: Okay, so i would say ghana That's the Akra International Marathon. It's not an exotic marathon, if I have to compare it to other marathons I've gone for. Well, something that stood out for me was, you know, having to go through a lot of pain and still Mm. mix up as a podium finisher. So I remember at 20 kilometers of the race, I literally had to beg someone to give me bananas just for glucose in my bloodstream. And, you know, he shared that with me. Then I had to now run all the way. At 30, I mean, my legs were hurting me. I had to stay at a point And I was screaming my heads off. No one, because it was a blind spot. There were no medical. There was nothing. And, you know, I had to search deep. I'm like, I've come too far for me not to earn my medal. Because, you know, it's most people marvel at what we do to ourselves. Mm-hmm. You All you do is spend your money to travel, pay your registration fee. <laughs> And all you earn at the end of the day is just a medal, metal. <laughs> <In and> medal. <laughs> <laughs> so from 30K, I, limp, I limped. You know, I was limping and I was just going past people, going past people. And I was the second. So for me, it was, I look back and I'm like, mm, Rose, you did well. You did well. But, you know, like I always say, let me put this as a disclaimer there is it's not every race you can push through pain sometimes it might be bad enough like what happened to me in lagos i have never even my first marathon i ran it in four hours 57 the seventh because that's my seventh appearance at the the lagos city marathon i ran it in five hours 40 minutes that's my worst when i say my worst 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 (laughs) but you see i don't regret i don't regret the experience I still posted it on my timeline. I don't re- regret the ex- experience because sometimes, you know, we have the capacity to do to do a lot. But when obstacles come around, how well can you go through those obstacles to the end? And that's what that taught me. Another one that also comes to mind is when I did the fifty kilometer at Remo. I can remember that at forty kilometer, and they had removed everything from the road. But runner's integrity, I would not earn a medal that I didn't complete the distance. I'd rather not get that medal. Some of us who have runner's integrity, if you register for a race and you do not complete the distance, then you don't earn the medal. The medal is your foil from the race. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's said that just 1% of the world's population have completed a marathon and Jay I can tell you you can do a marathon mm-hmm. but not everybody is caught out for it yeah no you can if you train for it but not everyone is caught out for it and I do not advise everyone to run a marathon if you feel you want to put yourself into it train for it don't just come on a start line and run please give yourself time to train find what works best with you and complete it and if that's the only thing you want to tick off your bucket list please do but at the end of the day, not all of us are caught out to run a marathon. This has been very
1: interesting. Uh, <laughs> it been a very interesting conversation. So, like this question, when you were talking just now, this question was just like running somewhere in my head when you were mentioning like marathons. So, how many marathons has Rosling been
2: <laughs> in? How many? Okay. So, unofficially, I have about 30. officially yes because last year i last year i decided to run a marathon every month i didn't make it i did nine over 12 i got nine marathons out but not 12 over 12 so i did nine last year and prior to then i already had about 16 marathons because i mean i've done seven lagos marathons i've done two aqua international marathon i've done the salon marathon i've done um the Ibadon marathon so i've done a whole lot so looking at that i already have about 30 marathons but that's an unofficial number but officially we're earned about i mean 18 to 20 of them i even need to go make counts but right now it's off my head but i know seven Lagos to aqua international that's nine Ibadan 10, Salam 11, um, the London Marathon, 13, the Manchester Marathon, St. Jude Marathon, even the um, Victoria Falls Marathon. Those were virtual, but they were official races. Then the Boston Virtual Marathon. So yes, I I have like 30 unofficial marathons. That's it's official and unofficial, you know, combining Mm -hmm. all the marathons I've done. Even the social ones where... I had to run with a specific guy called Nick Butter, who had this wow. big vision to run one marathon in 196 countries. And he it was an opportunity to come to Nigeria and I ran with him. But that was an official mm. I mean, marathon. So I've had to do some marathons even when I didn't have to earn a medal. So, how many medals
1: do you have? And like, do you showcase? Is there a space in your house where we just enter and well, i seen all the medals or just keep them like humble, You keep them hidden somewhere.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, if uh, for anyone who has seen me do um, a life, you would see my medal. Uh, mm-hmm. So I have over um, about 15 um, medals because you know, those medals are not just uh, marathons, mm-hmm. even the 10 Ks, the 5 Ks, the 21 Ks, mm-hmm. official races that I've done. So you get to see, all Those medals, so I'll say I have about 50 medals. I'm even tired of any medals, but there's one medal, two medals I have to earn this year the oh. Comrades Medal, which is a 90 kilometer in August. I'm still getting myself out of injury fully because in August I'll be running 90 kilometers and I have 12 hours window, a 12 hour window to finish that race. What country? can I do it? Yes, I believe I can. <laughs> South Africa, wow, wow. <laughs> I believe I can. Mm.
1: so speaking about travel we talked about travel earlier so i'm wondering how many countries have you been to like minus okay i'm running a race in this country minus that like how many countries have you been to then you can add like the marathon to it so i just wanted to be like not just necessarily based off of where you go to run but just where you've been yes but in general okay so i'll say about let me say
2: 10 it's up here could it, I mean, Abidjan, that's have uh, d'Ivoire, um, South Africa, Ghana, Bernard Togo. Well, been into Dubai, Dubai. So about eight of them, eight. And if I've missed any, that's why I said approximately 10, but now counting from the top of my head, eight. Oh,
1: okay, okay, eight. Okay, okay. Huh. Then. <laughs> Well, those,
2: <laughs> <But> it's expensive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. You sort out your bills yourself or are there cases where brands like do the sponsorship for for you?
2: So first, so good. Self-sponsor myself. So now it's more, that's why I call it the roncation. So if I'm traveling, it's more like, oh, you're, instead of a vacation, you're having a roncation. So there must be a run in the city you're traveling to.
1: Okay. So, coming to brands, have brands reached out to you? I'm like, oh, Rosie I want to sponsor you. I want you to like wear maybe a, a gym fitness brand that deals with clothes. Have you had things like that, like in the past or recently?
2: Well, I'm still in talks with a specific brand, so I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to say the name till it's oh, okay. finalized. Fine, but it's an apparel um, marvel fitness watch. Oh, okay. Company, so. Yeah, so that's one. Um, I've had to do a shoot for Root Active Wear. Root Active Wear. That was two, three years ago. And other ones of fitness, like modeling for their... Possibly a project they have on. So I've had to model for about three organizations. But I have not had to wear, like, a full gear from an organization. None. Okay, so if brands... Like,
1: and I mean... In the nearest future, I know that more brands are going to reach out to you. So what is going to be your moral ground when it comes to like accepting sponsorships from different brands? You know, is there going to be a point where you're like, oh, I can't represent this brand or, you know, there's a point where everybody just gets to, or some people get to, not everybody gets to where they're like, they mm-hmm. just take on brands. You know, there's no moral compass. So for you, what's going to be your moral compass? You're like, okay, no, I can't represent this brand. This doesn't align with my vision. It doesn't align with who I am as a person.
2: Okay, so for me, if it's deceptive, so I'll take, for example, when it comes to waist trainers, I would never, it's not, I would never advertise for a waist trainer brand, not for anything, because I don't believe in it. Two, weight loss pills. I wouldn't, I mean, I've had someone come to me to say, oh, please, we do this hypertension, pills, diabetes. And I'm like, I wouldn't put my words or put my, Name on such because when I don't believe in it, sometimes these pills will just put you in a bad shape. So, take for example, five diets. Oh, go on this diet. Check most people who have ever been on diet. They spend 150000 200000 only for them to lose it at a specific point and regain it because there is something that is very critical when it comes to anything that we do discipline, perseverance, patience. So are you in the game of trying to lose weight when it comes to the wellness? Because, you know, when it comes to wellness, the first thing everybody thinks about is weight loss. It has to do with patience, consistency, and you have to be disciplined. If you don't learn the discipline, then you don't get it. So for me, if it's deceptive, I wouldn't be found there because I can't push that. It's against my own values. It's against my values. So that is one thing that is at my core. It should not be deceptive. For a smoking brand, I wouldn't. Why? Because I don't smoke. So how do I, you know, we, we try to tell people when you're on this journey, you have to quit X, Y, Z. Now I'm trying to promote this. Oh, because now. So I wouldn't do that. So there's specific things that I wouldn't do. Once it doesn't align with my principles, I wouldn't.
1: Hmm. That's so valid because some people will like be on this journey and the next thing they're they're promoting a waistband or i mean fitness waist trainer and you're wondering like these two things don't don't match you don't align like what are you selling and you're an influencer you know whether you accept it or not you're an influencer because you're influencing people mm-hmm. in a certain direction so how is fitness yeah. like for you in lagos how is uh, because we both live in Lagos and you know how Lagos mm-hmm. can be from the traffic and everything. I've seen you sometimes walking out where, where we <laughs> live that we're not going to mention. But <laughs> how do you manage it? You know, how do you manage walking out and just the whole vibe that comes with being in Lagosian?
2: Okay, so for me, it's all about planning. So I, I mean, prior to when I joined the wellness organization and before COVID, so I, I want to speak, when I, when I came into the wellness space, because prior to when I came into the wellness space, so just for me to get out as early as 4.30, finish um, running and go to work, because I used to live in Maryland and I had an office at Ikeja. So the distance wasn't long, I mean, far off. So I knew in 30 minutes I could be there. And if, the, if, it came, if it was so bad, I could walk down to my office. All I had to do was put an extra 15 minutes and I'll be in the office. But now that I'm in the wellness space, proud to COVID, it was easy for me to come out as early as 4.30 to run. But now because COVID came and we had to move from on-site to online, now automatically I have to take classes virtually in the morning. So is it that I'm trying to catch more sleep? So going out early in the morning to run has become a big hassle for me. So I'm having to push it till the evening And in the evening, pollution is high because of the exhaust fumes from cars. Pedestrians who feel that you're just on the road to kill yourself. If they have to push you off, because I've had incidents where a napep. So for those who don't um, know what the napep is, is a tricycle in Lagos. Charge at me because you know um, it says that when you're running, you're running facing oncoming traffic you never run with traffic because then your response to stimuli my belief system is slower Mm -hmm. but when you're running against traffic your response is better at least if you're able to see it catch it within 20 30 seconds you can take a quick jump but if you're running with traffic it's hard for you even if they're honking it might be hard because a car might just charge at you and I i mean I've had a, a tricycle charge at me I had to push off the front part of the tricycle and jump to the other side of the butter I mean and I've seen people with road rage you're going into like a bend and a car feels they want to come very close to you at the, and because we do not have we don't have running parts so we have to run with you know engage with cars so my rule of thumb is whether you like it or not when you're running on the road please you do not own the road the cars on the road so protect yourself as much as possible for me how i've been able to do it is just be very flexible put in my workout in different forms so if i'm not able to run can i do a home workout if i'm not able to do a home workout. Can I do other things? And that's why I started to play flag football. So flag football is also my own way of day work, doing something different from my usual, which is running and my own home workouts. Before I used to be a body weight activist. Now I'm now lifting free weights. So just finding pockets, I mean, pockets of time where you can do something. And for me is being as flexible as possible, but ensuring that I still have the discipline to get it done. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, my last serious question before we get into games, because I'm going to play a quick game. That's how we're going to wrap right. up the episode. Is how did COVID affect your fitness life? That's if it affected your fitness life, or if it made it better.
2: Oh, so for me, COVID didn't. COVID didn't. I I remember when I couldn't go on the road to run, I started indoor runs, and I ran a marathon in my house. In on your house? Spot. Yes, on a spot. How did that work? <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> That's why for me, I, I know that I, I say I'm a tough cookie and my mental strength is high. There was a month I ran about 600, no, I'll say 520 kilometers in my house i'd wake up in the morning i mean you're doing nothing you can't go anywhere run 21 in the morning run in the evening or just find times in between run 5k here 10k i mean once i'm done with sessions with clients i just jump on five kilometer run in your house another five kilo yes in my house i've done that before Yes, and but right now I don't think I want to. I still do it, but the best I would do is just ten kilometers. Does it give you that feeling? Length.
1: Does it still give you that feeling of you run an actual marathon?
2: Yes, it's. I mean, it's still the same pain. Because, oh wow! Yeah. Okay, so the difference between outdoor and indoor runs is that outdoors there are a number of um simulations. Because one, you know, you're running on the topography of the road would differ. Some parts will be steep, some will be low. You know, the wind, the wind is coming against you. You're running, trying to ensure that you're safe. But when you're indoors, you're just at a spot. So even if you're running on a treadmill, it's still stationary. It's just that the machine is aiding your movements and you also have to push in your strides. So for me, outdoor runs are still fantastic to me. For me, I would always choose an outdoor run over... Over an indoor run, like I can't run on a treadmill. For every time I've tried, it's as though my heart is about to fall off my chest. So the best I've done on a treadmill is 10K, if I'm right. That's in my memory serves me right, because I don't do it. But I know come May, I met someone when I went for the Leifem Marathon. Yes, I also did not mention the Leifem Marathon. So I've also, I mean, I've done that three years in a row. So hmm. it's part of my official races. And you know, he said, "Oh, he's going to be doing a treadmill marathon, and he wants friends to join." And I'm like, "Okay," because I love challenges. I, I just I know challenges. that. I know. Mean, I know. I've done- <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I've done the indoor run. Yes, I've gotten it. Now I want to try the treadmill marathon. So automatically, come May, I my I will. I will. Yes, let me say, I will have completed. A marathon on a treadmill. So, like we say, never say never. <laughs> I love the
1: fact that you just keep pushing, you keep pushing yourself, you keep pushing yourself, and you know, there's no limit to <laughs> to what you can do. I like that because it's all in the mind, you know. So of course, I'm going to check out your page. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it because I know you're going to like there's gonna be like a bit of documentation on what that is. So I'm looking forward yes. to saying, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I can hear match your so your much. your match is going on, so. Yeah, there's, a, there's a game there's a game yeah. happening now <laughs> yeah I can hear that. Oh, 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 so I know yes. I've, I've been at one of your games so like, I like the, the spot it's very interesting and there are a lot of cute guys there so I mean it kind of helps the people that listen to the podcast
2: they like I I said, this.
1: <laughs> but
2: then it all depends on where you are in the status in relationship status are you single? Yeah. are you <laughs> single? and ready to mingle? are you just a mingler? you know we have different Connotations right now, like how we have um, when I say the gender was now she, he, they, and you have to be careful because diversity is real. <laughs> if I say I want you to, I mean, respond to me as a she, then you have to. And if I tell you they, you have to, but that's what diversity, but that's not what we're talking about. So let's leave it for those who have to discuss that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: absolutely so the yeah. game is like kind of like two parts there's going to be a tongue twister okay. and there's going to be a game of this or that
0: oh so like okay. people know nice. this, people need to
1: know that there's a fun there's obviously a fun side to to rose and i say obviously <laughs> because if you check out her page i mean you'll see her dancing and having fun and happy belated birthday by the way i know your birthday was thank early. you earlier in the month i saw you dancing yes. you know it always look good when you wear all okay. those your know, very nice dresses, you know. I mean you see. we'll leave it. We'll leave it. we we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so the tongue twister is a snake snakes to seek a snack. So you have to say that <laughs> as fast as, as a snake, snake snakes to, to sneak, seek to, to seek a snack. To seek a snack. Yeah, to okay. seek a snack. A, s- a snake. <laughs>
2: Snakes to seek a snack. <laughs> a snake, seek a snack. A snake, snakes to seek a snack. Well, That's what you're doing. You're doing warm up for your fitness.
1: <laughs> so your time, your time starts in five, four, three, two, one. Let's go.
2: A snake snakes to sicker snack a snake snakes the sicker snuck a snake sick snakes the sicker snack, a snake, snakes the snakes, sicker <laughs> stick a, snack, a snake. <laughs> and I don't mind your dog. <laughs> Oh my, some twitters can be crazy though.
1: Next thing you're hearing is, is a snack to sneak a snack. You'll be hearing all sorts of things. So um, moving on to the fitness, um, this or that. So do you prefer a gym mm.
2: or outdoors? Outdoors, any day, anytime. That's okay. why I'm not a gym buddy. Okay,
1: strength or cardio?
2: Ah, Both of them are very, very important so it's always it's a hard one because even as a runner i always uh, i always advise people to strength train and that's what keeps you away from injuries no. if you're a runner you have to strength train you have to cross train to, so because i do both so it's gonna be hard for me to do but if you if we're looking at hours that's time-based i'll take mm-hmm. cardio because i can stay longer doing cardio which is a run i can i mean i've i've done runs for seven hours 30 minutes and i'll keep going at it you understand? Wow. So I'll do cardio if you're doing time. But I wouldn't stay at the gym for seven hours. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so plank or crunches? Plank, plank, oh, okay. plank any day, anytime. time. Leg day, arm day. <laughs> I don't believe in, um, I don't believe in breaking, dissecting your workout mm-hmm. plan. I love full body, total body it is. But legs, will be it's for me. Oh, okay. So,
1: do you like group or solo? Do you like to work out in groups or do you like to just do your thing? <laughs>
2: All these questions are very I have to give rationales <laughs> again. Oh, I'll say group. Let me do go
1: group. Okay. Um burpees or mountain climbers? Have you ever climbed a mountain before?
2: Yes, I have. Oh. And let me tell you a, a story. I'm that. here for it. <laughs> we ran the Salam Marathon in South Africa, and the next day we went to Table Mountain and we climbed for two hours, 30 minutes. <laughs> so, <Wow. laughs> when you say adventure, I am all for any form of adventure, all for it. Like I've camped on Ado Awaye, the suspended lake in Nigeria, in, in all your states, sleeping in tents, up on the hill. So, hmm
0: don't mm-hmm. worry
2: burpees are mountain climbers mountain climbers my mm-hmm. call has to be on point but burpees would also give you that
1: <laughs> okay what about yoga or pilates which one is it pilates pilates i don't know how they pronounce that one but pilates. 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 Hey, pilates. pilates hey they were now here i'm going to yoga. take that question again yoga or pilates <laughs> before i just go <laughs> yoga or pilates <laughs> i said pilates hey, you know someone that doesn't work out jesus <laughs>
2: It's not about that. So even in the English, I mean, English words, it's just like when you say marathon. They'll yes. say it's not marathon. It's marathon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. And we can't take away accents, whether we like it or not. I mean, we're Nigerians. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> even if we're not Nigerians, it's just like, even if you see an American mm-hmm. and you know, they have different um regions. Yeah. Someone from the brink, be Bronx, I mean, Bronx, I mean, what they say? Has yeah, the a Bronx. specific form of, Yes, has an accent. Someone yeah. from New York has his own accent. So yeah. even in Britain, it's the same thing. So I don't think we need to feel bad. Just yeah. try as much as possible. For so me, like, it's like when, once you're corrected, mm-hmm. yes, once you're corrected and you check it out, try as much as possible to make conscious efforts. And that's where I come from.
1: Yeah. So which one do you? Which one of those two that I mentioned? Oh
2: because I'm a yoga teacher. Yeah, and I've seen, I've
1: seen it on your. I've seen it on Facebook you're into flexibility and don't worry we are seeing everything we might not be talking every time but we are seeing everything protein shake or protein bar protein bar okay so the last Even one I is... of them. <laughs> the last one is crossfit or boxing do you box do you do you box do
2: hmm. you do... <laughs> I, I don't do it you know we just do shadow boxing for two three minutes as part of our agility drills um Cross training, Mm. I'll do boxing and I'll do boxing rather than cross training. Because cross training is, oh, you said CrossFit. CrossFit is another level, so I'll do boxing because boxing would help my running better than CrossFit. Okay.
1: okay. So this one is not a fitness question, but I'll ask you all the same. I don't know why I said that. I'm just giving you as a surprise. So (laughs) single or in a relationship?
2: single 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 for now for now for now yes yes for now have okay. you heard jenny drills did you get to uh, yeah listen to Johnny drills yeah uh-huh. i bet mean, it's yeah. not a crime
1: it's, so, it's not a
2: crime it's not be whole and complete so just when the man when the king comes or the knight comes you're the queen ready to what? Huh. join pritch, because pritch, it's pleasing it's cleaving to you the queen pritch. so you just have to be ready to get in be
1: the hallelujah <laughs> <Ish. laughs> amen welcome to church okay so <laughs> as we wrap up the episode which has been amazing by the way what advice mm. would you have for someone that walks up to you or comes to meet you and is like Rosling, I want to go into fitness, not necessarily as a coach. I want to live a healthier lifestyle. I want to run a marathon. I I love what you do. You've influenced me to want to be on this healthy lifestyle route. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. what advice would you have for someone like that, male or female?
2: Okay, so first and foremost, for any person coming into fitness, I always advise that you even know your numbers, and by knowing your numbers, is where are you? health-wise? Do you know your blood glucose numbers? Do you know your blood pressure, your cholesterol? Or is there any form of family history of ailments that your, I mean, your fitness coach should know about? I know not everyone might be able to afford a coach, but now there are specific gyms in Lagos that create that platform for you to work with a coach. So when you're starting out, please know your numbers, know where you are. Like someone who has um, high blood pressure, you can't do high impact exercises. Even if you can at the end of the day, but you need to go working with someone's supervision. So the person understands where you are. Even if I tell someone with high blood pressure, run. The moment I get to hear you pant, I can say, no, 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 you have to walk. So please, when anyone coming into the wellness space because of your health journey please know your numbers and if you have what it takes please walk with a coach even if you can't work with a coach try to do your research and learn the right form of doing things like people say oh why should a coach why should i get coached to run but you see running is a science do you understand so that is one now even if we're coming into strength every workout every routine has a technique And if you're doing a specific routine in bad form, over a period of time, it could lead to injuries that you were trying to kick against because everyone comes into the health space to get better, to get healthier. Why would you come into the health space to be sidelined because of an injury that even your coach might place you in because not all coaches are certified and not all coaches try to advance their knowledge and not all coaches know what the right forms are. So coming in and please start easy. Don't get into a gym and a coach tells you to spend two hours. Please, you haven't. These muscles have been dormant for how many years and just on one session you want to do two hours. I am telling anyone and you can quote me anywhere. The moment you spend two hours doing a routine, you would come back, you would have muscle soreness. And if you can come back it means that you really want it. Most times people run away from it. So please start easy and ramp up the reps. Build your strength to a place where, you know, you can now do it without any form of pain. Because yes, you would always feel pain. But when I'm I'm saying pain, sometimes I I, can say when I train is you push yourself to discomfort, but not to pain. Because pain, whenever you're pushing to pain, it it could lead to a more, serious injury but if you're pushing to discomfort you have to always leave your comfort zone so take for example i tell you do 10 squats if i want to push you if 10 squats is your comfort zone i say 12 those extra two squats would dig deep into you to really get it out and if i put 15 it's going to still demand some level from you so please start easy and when you're in it Please try as much as possible to be vocal. So if you feel something isn't right, say to your coach. And if your coach is not giving you the right thing, can you research? Can you ask? And there's times when you're working with a coach, if it's not within the person's expertise and the person is not referring you to the next phase of um, help, then you need to question who you're working with.
1: Thank you so much. I- you just keep dropping gems after gems like but this has just been a very wholesome conversation and the fact that you know you're able to simplify everything sometimes it's so hard like for the communication to take place where i understand what the person is saying so like you're able to just make it relatable and i just want to say thank you mm-hmm. for Being a guest on this episode. Like I didn't anticipate this. I thought it was going to be like one of those very serious conversations. (laughs) And I was like, oh god, how is this going to go? But it went really well. (laughs) And thank you so much. So just just greet my listeners. Having me. Greet them (laughs) and just you know, give them love.
2: (laughs) Okay, so people, thank you for having me and thank you for listening to us. But I'll bring it to our local. Alice, which says I will not day, I enjoy this session with us? Because we just pour our hearts to na. And if when I get question and you want answer, you feel person through J, she pass person to me. And I feel answer, make when I get some um, true newsletter or other episodes. So, people, if you have questions and you'd like to know more, please feel free to ask Jay. And Jay could always bring it to me, and I would answer it. And if it's not done through the, the newsletter, I can say that in subsequent episodes, those I mean questions can be Absolutely. answered by Jay. So, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasant time with you thank all. Thank you so much. And I'm glad we had six chat.
1: Yeah, I, I had an absolute amazing time. So do you have an Instagram? I know you mentioned like newsletter and stuff. Do you have where people can reach out to you if they want to see what you're about? Yes,
2: I do. Okay, so, so can you just, um, yeah. Okay, so on Instagram, I'm Tush L-O. That's the T-U-S-H-E-L-O-H-O. Tush L-O. Same thing on Twitter and on Facebook, it's Rosalina Yenike, but I'm more active on Twitter, I would always answer and Instagram, I would give you. And if you also want to connect with me professionally on LinkedIn, it's Rosalyn A.N.E.K.
1: Thank you so much. Have an absolute amazing time. Greet all those fine boys that are playing football and um, <laughs> I'll come out and see them soon. <laughs> Thank you so much, babe. I hope everyone enjoyed listening <laughs> to this.
2: And no problem. So send me when- your questions. <laughs> yeah? Come and, and run your marathon. I will come marathon. and watch you play. I'll, Once I'll you're ready. You
1: I'll come and watch you play. Don't worry. Let's start from there. Possible. We can I even go together? If we're in the same area, we can go together and um, okay, no problem. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. So thank you so much guys for listening. I had
0: an absolute amazing time. I know everyone is going to enjoy listening to this until next time. My name is still Jay and I'll catch you later. Bye guys thank you thank you thank you so much for listening to the episode i loved recording this episode one of my faves and i know you will enjoy it as well so if you want to reach out to her her handle on instagram is at Tusha I think she mentioned that during the episode, but you can reach out to her for advice, you know, for whatever questions you might have, you know, you can reach out to her and just ask her those questions yourself. And I hope y'all enjoyed the public holiday. Yes, you're back at work as you're hearing my voice right now. I hope you enjoyed the holidays. And please remember that the APVA Awards um, nominations, voting, I don't know why I just said that, that was such a mouthful, is still on. So please vote for me. I'm under the lifestyle and entertainment um category vote for story time with jay podcast and i just you know it'll be lovely to bring it home have a beautiful rest of the week my voice is kind of like in this place where it's here and it's not here but i mean i'm going to continue to do this regardless of how my voice is please enjoy your week continue to create beautiful memories i'm still your host of the most jay and do not forget to send auntie J questions auntie J wants to answer all your family members problems bye guys i love you all so much thank you for listening to the episode week after week y'all have been amazing and thank you for the love and the support i appreciate you signing out jay bye